0: But it doesn't have to be complicated. At the time of this recording, we're coming into the last 60 days of 2021. And the holiday season is quickly approaching. This is usually the time when people start to fall into what I call the fuck it bucket. And saying things like, I'll just get my shit together on January 1st. I had a friend that would always say things like, it's a new week. I'm going to start eating healthy. And then that would last a few days and then she'd change it to, oh, the new month is about to start. I'm gonna start eating healthy and working out for real this time. And then that would last a few days and she'd fall right back into her fuck it bucket. She was absolutely exhausting to be around. And this was long before I was a coach. But I do know after working with so many people that it's a really common mentality. And so in today's episode, I'm keeping it quick and I'm keeping it simple. I just wanna remind you that you can start today. You don't need to wait for the start of a new week, a new month, a new moon, or a new year. Today is a good day to start taking better care of yourself. My new clients that enrolled for my private coaching, they start November 1st. And a common theme that I heard during our discovery calls was around the fear of overeating and sabotaging during the holiday season because of the stress, the busyness of it all, or traveling, which can easily throw you out of balance. And I just want to remind you that just because we're coming into the end of the year doesn't mean that your health and well-being should take a backseat until January 1st. Because we all know that the New Year, New You, January 1st fanfare tends to fizzle out really quickly, right? I'm actually going to be launching a group weight loss program in January. And I found a study that says that most people are likely to give up on their New Year's resolutions by January 19th. That's like barely two weeks after the new year. So that's why I want to emphasize that the choice to take care of yourself and your wellness should never be postponed until a particular day or event. It's now. Because if you start now, you'll be much better equipped to handle the stress of the holidays without overeating, without stress eating, without under eating, because that happens too. And then your body thinks you're starving, but that's a whole other episode. If you start now, By the time Thanksgiving rolls around, you'll already be a few weeks into your morning routine, your workout routine, you'll have a better idea of your body's signals, your hunger and fullness cues, which will come in very handy when you're at a holiday dinner or holiday party. So today I'm keeping it really simple. I recently did a video with my top five weight loss tips that you can implement even if you're really busy. So I want to share those with you here. If you follow these steps, you will be on the right path and you'll be able to navigate the holiday season just fine. I mean, these apply to any season, right? But I just want to specifically focus on the holiday season because it's literally a few weeks away and I know some people are freaking out about it already. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you've heard these before. This will just serve as a reminder. Tip number one, only eat when you're hungry and stop eating when you're satisfied. I have a whole episode on the hunger scale that goes into detail. It's episode 16. But it's as simple as asking yourself two questions. Before you eat, ask yourself, am I hungry? If the answer is yes, then it's time to eat. If the answer is no, what do you do? Something else. Even if you're at a party or a dinner or a get-together and they're serving food or your overbearing mother-in-law is insisting that you try her mashed potatoes or whatever, if you're not hungry yet, don't eat. Now, if you are hungry, of course you're going to eat. But while you're eating, you're going to ask yourself the second question. Have I had enough to eat? If the answer is yes, then it's time to stop eating. It's okay to leave food on your plate. You wanna get to a place where you're satisfied, but not stuffed, not uncomfortable, not to a place where you have to unbutton your jeans. That means you overate and you're probably not gonna feel good afterwards. Another thing that you can try is serve yourself three fourths of what you would normally serve and then check in with yourself and see if you're satisfied yet before you get another plate. Pause for a few minutes and just listen to your body. Take a sip of water take a few deep breaths, walk away from the table. The reason why I want you to mindfully take a pause is because this is the part when it comes to intuitive and mindful eating that isn't always as easy as it sounds because most of us eat mindlessly. Let's just be real. We're not used to listening to our body's cues. So it takes some time. But once you start trusting your body, it's a game changer. This is truly what mindful eating is all about. Tip number two, cut out heavily processed foods. Think frozen dinners, canned foods, soda, baked goods, candy, chips, deli meats. Heavily processed foods usually contain artificial ingredients that your body doesn't know how to metabolize. And it can easily throw off things with your digestion. And realistically, the more chemicals you have in your body, the less healthy you are. So aim to eat more fresh foods than processed foods. You can't really go wrong with fruits and vegetables. If you listen to my episode about crowding out, episode four, the main idea is to eat the healthier foods first. So that might look like having a small salad while you're waiting for the main meal instead of eating bread, for example. Doesn't mean you can't eat the main meal, but maybe start with a vegetable instead of bread, right? It's just swapping one thing with another. But with the vegetable, you're getting fiber, you're getting nutrients. With the bread, you're just getting a lot of carbs. Tip number three, move your body with intention every day for at least 20 minutes. And this is especially important if you're sitting most of the day. Remember, you don't need to spend two hours in the gym to lose weight. You don't need to do a bunch of cardio either. You can really start simple with a 20 minute walk or going up and down your stairs, jumping on a rebounder, or even turning on your favorite music and dancing, which can also improve your mood in general. I actually started doing this a while ago to transition from being in work mode to being in home mode when I'm working from home. It gives my brain a chance to decompress and disconnect from my workday. So whatever feels good to you, just prioritize moving your body. Tip number four, don't forget to drink your water. Most people don't drink enough water. They think they do, but they don't. Add in the stress of holidays or traveling or having family over, and the last thing you'll probably be thinking about is drinking your water. But it's so important. Studies have shown that drinking water raises your metabolism and it also improves your fat burning rate. Drinking water before a meal can also help you feel more satisfied so that you eat less and it reduces bloating. Studies also show that even mild dehydration can negatively affect your memory and can exacerbate your anxiety. Water can also help prevent and treat headaches and it helps to flush toxins out of your body. If you find yourself snacking throughout the day, try drinking a glass of water instead of snacking. And I always recommend drinking as much water as you can first thing in the morning to get it out of the way. The simplest formula for figuring out how much water your body needs is to take your body weight in pounds and divide it in half. That's how many ounces your body realistically needs every day. So if you weigh 150 pounds, you should be drinking 75 ounces of water every day. And my last weight loss tip is to manage your stress, your emotions, and your mind with mindfulness. Mindfulness is the simple act of paying attention noticing, and being present in whatever you're doing. A lot of us eat more when we're stressed or when we're trying to find comfort. But even if you don't identify as an emotional eater, the reality is that if you live in a constant state of high stress, this means your body is always in fight or flight mode. And this causes high levels of cortisol in your body, which will result in disrupting your sleep and making your body store fats, particularly belly fat. I talk about this in detail in episode 13 about how stress and sleep affect our weight loss. You can practice mindfulness by journaling, meditating, breath work, yoga, EFT tapping, which is one of my favorites, and you can download one of my tapping videos on my website. So I'll make sure to link that one in the show notes as well. Just start with one thing that you think you'll be able to do consistently. You don't have to do everything I just mentioned. Just find one thing, five minutes. That's all it takes. And these are essentially the core basics that I teach for simple and effective weight loss. Nutrition. Exercise and mindset. When you address each one, you see results rather quickly. I've noticed that the people that struggle the most with consistency, with self sabotage, with falling into the bucket bucket, are the people who skip one or more of these core basics. So just start with the basics that I just shared, and you can always build from there. I'll finish this episode the same way I started it. You don't need to wait until a new week, a new moon a new month, or a new year. Start today. Because it doesn't matter if it's November or January or whenever the fuck, you deserve to be at your best. And letting yourself fall into the fuck it bucket isn't serving you in any way. You can do it. And it's a choice that only you can make. Okay, my friend. I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thanks so much for tuning in this week and trusting that none of this has to be complicated. At the end of the day, I want you to feel empowered to know that you can have the health, the body, and the life that you desire. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and tag me on Instagram while listening at It's Eva Rodriguez so that I can support you along your journey. I'll talk to you next week.